Listen, I feel good. That dancing around in nothing but a button-up shirt with the music blaring in the background, good. What is up, my friends? I hope you guys are doing beautifully out there in the world. I want to start this episode off with so much gratitude for all of my listeners all over the world. I think we are in like 20 different countries, so I can't express how blessed I feel and how grateful I am for you guys to have continued to listen, for you to find me and continue to listen. Like, I'm just so, so grateful. So, let's get into today's episode. As you guys could hear from the intro and the title, or as you could see on the title, I am feeling good. And I want to preference by saying that this episode is not so much about why or how. I just am. And I will share with you guys an experiment that I did for seven days. It was kind of a challenge for myself. Um, and that was the whole point of this episode is I wanted to share it with you. I wanted to invite you to try it for yourself. But I also wanted to make this episode very positive. And because I know a lot of times you know, all we see online is just negativity and war and this and that. And we leave a lot of the good stuff out. And there is a, I think it's AJR song where it's like back to the good part. And they, they stop the beat and everything. And he says, let's get back to the good part. And I never even heard that band before, but I heard that song. And, you know, it's just a, it's one of those moments in a song where it's just like, yeah, that's perfect. And you can tell that when the musician, you know, wrote the song and they wrote the beat and they stopped the beat and they said the lyric, they knew in that moment that was it, you know. And then I saw AJR live and they're phenomenal. They're phenomenal. I think they're three brothers and bravo, bravo. Anyway, so I want us to get back to the good part and just celebrate being good because I talk about that all the time. The key to life is spending as many moments, as many hours, as many minutes, as many days as you can feeling good. And I was feeling good and I want to share it. And then on top of that, I want to invite you guys to try this challenge, if you will. It was a challenge for me, so maybe it won't be a challenge for you, but Basically what I did for seven days, I, as soon as I woke up, as soon as my eyes were open, I asked myself, seriously, what do I need? And not, you know, of course, you know, human things are going to go through your mind. Mundane things are going to go through your mind. Oh, I need coffee or, or, oh, I need to do this for work, or, you know. But like sit with that question. Don't just go with the first thing that comes to your mind, but really sit there, you know, wake up slowly for seven days. You don't have to do this when you wake up. You can do this whenever, but I did it because I wanted to start my day with that question. And I'm not 
a big morning person. So I knew that for me, it would be challenging because even though I wake up early, it's kind of like my Arcadian rhythm these days is I just get up at like six or seven, just no matter what time I go to bed. But it's a challenge for me to wake up and like have to do things. Like I don't like when I first wake up having to do a lot of things. I like to wake up slow. And I make my lifestyle around that so that I can do that. Um, A few years ago, I had, you know, I taught a lot of private fitness classes and I would have to wake up at like six sometimes or even five. So I always allowed, no matter what my schedule was, I always allowed myself time to wake up slow. And so for this seven days, I really wanted to you know, continue that waking up slow, but I wanted to have purpose in it. And I wanted to really ask myself the question, what do I need? Because so many times people say they need something when they really don't, you know? And so I wanted to move past the, I need coffee, I need, you know, whatever, and really ask myself that question. And I tell you guys, another reason why I chose the morning to do this is because it's funny, like, I always used to say to my girlfriends, if a guy, like, ever was going to dump me or, or tell me he cheated or something, the best time to tell me would be when I first wake up because I have, like, no fucks to give. <laughs> first wake up, I don't, I literally don't care about anything. Uh, I mean, obviously, I care about my son and the well-being of my loved ones, but, like, literally, it would not bother me at all until, like, later in the day. If, uh, you know, some guy like hurt me or something, but that was one of the other reasons why I wanted to do it because I knew that I wouldn't have all my emotions into the question, into the answer of the question, you know, so that's why I chose the morning. You guys don't definitely don't have to, you definitely don't have to do it for seven days. You definitely don't have to do it at all, but I'm just thought that this was a very interesting experiment that I did and I wanted to share uh, my results. And just let you guys know, I'm feeling good. And it's not just a passing thing. I've been feeling good for a while and for, and for no reason. Okay. That's something I want to preference before I get into the seven day challenge that I did and the results. I really want you guys to know that this, this feeling that I have, this amazing feeling that I have, it didn't come from a person. It didn't come from an experience. It didn't come from a moment. It didn't come from a book or anything. It just came because I wanted it. I wanted to feel good. And now I do. You know what I mean? And as you guys always know, I talk about being realistic. And of course, I'm realistic in this feeling good. I know that there it might not last, right? It might not last until... You know, it might end tomorrow. Something bad might happen and I might be in a bad mood or I might be upset. But in this moment, I am happy. Okay. So, and not even just happy. I feel joy. I feel contentment. And I think that's, they go hand in hand. And I think that is maybe the sweetness of life is contentment. And that is what I'm feeling. And it just feels so good. So, What I realized in this seven-day challenge is what I thought I was going to, honestly. I woke up every single morning, opened my eyes, and then I would just lay there and I would ask myself, you know, what do you need? What do you need? And I really emphasized 
need, you know, not want because, you know, these, a lot of times when we ask ourselves, what do we need? It's, they're just wants, right? And maybe they're the same thing. I don't know. But to me, I feel like they're different. And, you know, what I want versus what I need is very different for me. For you, it might not be. But for me, it is very different. And the biggest thing I got out of this is that I realized I didn't need anything. I, and the things that I I thought that I needed, they were just wants. And maybe the things that I do need, if there are any things that I I need, I've always had. I've always had. And I don't want this episode to turn into some like you know, self-help, woo-woo, guru trend of an episode. You know, I don't want it to come across as some self-help thing, but if it helps you, hey, we don't have to label everything. I just thought it was very interesting for something for me to ask. And I really want you, those of you out there listening who are in relationships to ask yourself this question. Because I feel like a lot of times when we're in a relationship, we feel like we need our partners. And sometimes we do. You know, sometimes it's a mundane thing we need them for. We need them to help us, you know, if we're short. We need them to help us grab something from the top cap counter or cabinet, whatever counter. The gig really short if you can't reach the counter. But you know what I mean. Like, sometimes we need a friend to you know, help us get through a breakup or sometimes, but in reality, do we really need them? And I, that word is so strong and words are strong just in themselves. Like words are very impactful or they can be, and especially the intention behind the word. And that word need doesn't even need an intention behind it. It already is the intention, you know, it just feels so it feels so powerful. It feels so kind of aggressive to me a little bit. And there were some mornings out of those seven days where I was like, I don't, I don't need shit. Like I just need to sleep or something, you know, like I just want to go back to sleep. And I was a little irritated, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I know that life ebbs and flows and that one minute I could just be in a different headspace and it's up to me to maintain a vibe. You know, it's up it's up to me to can be consistent in my emotions and my feelings. And asking myself, what do I need every single day for seven days straight, right as I wake up? I realize at the end of this that I have everything that I need. And the only reason I might not think so is because I'm coming from a place of lack. Because I've never had to do without. I've been very blessed in my life. Um, a lot of these things I've manifested myself through hard work and dedication. But for the most part, I have really been taken care of. Whether it's by God or the cosmos or both or whatever. I've really been taken care of. And I'm very grateful to the powers that be for, you know protecting me along the way for keeping me safe I've been in and I know I've talked about this on past episodes but I've been in I think 13 or 14 car accidents and a lot of them were pretty gnarly um one of them I was flipped several times 
um, in a Jeep that had no windows and no doors. So I was in, I was thrown out and it was very, very scary. I was very young and that could have been it, you know, game over for me. And it wasn't. And so were all the other car accidents I've been in and, um, things that I've done where I'm playing with fate, you know, where I'm, I'm risking potential harm to myself and I've, gotten through it. So I know I'm being protected. I know I've got some angel wings on my back. I can't see. And I'm very grateful. And I had said in a post, I wrote this post. If you guys aren't following us on Facebook or Instagram, it's just at the collective culture podcast. So check it out. But I wanted to read you guys this quote that I wrote on the, on our Facebook page. And, you know, to you, it might, it might not, you know, you might be like, duh, or you might not think it makes sense, or you might not care. But I was feeling this in this moment. And I thought, I'm going to share this because somebody might need this reminder. Somebody might need to hear this. Somebody might need this. My intention on social media, mostly because I didn't come from that generation of social media, always comes with the intention to help. I always want to help. So I don't give a shit about likes. I don't care if anybody shares it or comments on I don't care. I literally genuinely don't care. I'm not saying that to sound cool. I really don't. I do it for very selfless reasons. So I wrote one of the one of the biggest reasons I have remained confident is gratitude. And let me explain. I said, I don't mean being grateful for my nice truck or my house. I'm grateful for me. I'm grateful I exist. All the material surface level things people often give thanks for usually were obtained by them. How? Hard work and dedication mostly. And yet we do not give the gratitude to ourselves, but to the objects. When I give gratitude to myself for not quitting, for helping others even when I feel depleted, for being able to live my life without others' acceptance, my confidence shines. And it's real. And I don't have to force it or pretend. Yes, confidence can be challenging to hang on to day in, day out, but so is every emotion we feel. Nothing will ever be on a consistent loop in life. I've learned every day that confidence and gratitude cannot exist without the other. And remembering that is what will make my life a little sweeter and will pull me through those dark, inevitable moments. Key word in there being inevitable because they are going to happen. You are not going to be ever fully exempt from feeling sadness ever again or anger or negativity. It's going to be with you the rest of your life. The key to it is managing it, learning how to manage and control yourself and understanding that you do have the control. You are in the driver's seat of your life. That's why one of my, you know, one of not even mine, but most people's favorite Incubus song is Drive because that is exactly what he is talking about in that song. And so I, you know, took the, took the wheel and I decided I'm going to ask myself for seven days, right as I wake up, right as my eyes open, what do you need, Nina? What is it that you really need? And like I said, I found out that I'm very grateful that I don't need anything, that I'm not one of those people who needs someone, something to get me through. This is not to say that you're weak if you need help. 
because I learned that the hard way also. When I need help, back when I was in my 20s, it was like impossible for me to ask for help. Like impossible. I felt like just such the... And if you guys have been listening to me for a long time, you would know that I have been battling, feeling weak, thinking that, you know, weakness is gross and, you know, I'm strong, I'm tough, blah, blah, blah. And I even, guys, I even did it in the in the MMA gym when I would be sparring with my coach for the first, like, I don't know, two or three months when I was sparring with my coach, I would get that you know, that stupid ego brain where I was thinking, you know, you're the only girl in here. Don't get upset. Don't cry. You can't cry. You have to be tough. You're around a bunch of dudes. And it was just really silly to tell myself that. Sometimes it helped. I'm not even going to lie. Sometimes it helped because it kept me from fearing. Um, It kept me from being afraid to throw a punch or throw a kick or, you know, do something. Use what I learned or being afraid that I was going to get hurt because I don't know if you guys have ever trained martial arts or if you've stepped into a boxing ring, there is a sense of fear that comes with it. Everyone fears this or every, yeah, everyone fears this. Even Mike Tyson will tell you when every time that he would walk to the ring, he was afraid and until he went under the ropes and got into the ring, then he was, he was completely confident. But on the way to the ring, he was always afraid. Mike Tyson, guys, he's like the goat of boxing. One of many, because I, uh, side note, I'm going to, uh, in the future, do an episode dedicated to my favorite boxer, and that's Muhammad Ali. He is an inspiration to me. I actually, I don't want to go into any details because I want to save it for the episode, but my footwork in Muay Thai is very much resembles Muhammad Ali's footwork. I love his footwork. Anyway sidetracking here but that fear is in all of us okay the it just it comes with us wherever we go and I would be so afraid to ask somebody for help because it would make how is it going to make me look right and I'm telling you guys there is so much power in being just human just human and that's what being human is you're going to be weak sometimes or you might appear weak sometimes but we all are we all go through this there's not one person in this life who has it all figured out who's you know doesn't have insecurities who doesn't experience fear that's bullshit and those people out there who act like they do they're the worst ones they, they fear more things than you do. They're more insecure than you are. I try to tell my son all the time, you know, those things that you think about yourself when you're going into situations, I guarantee you so are the other people, you know, and something that he battles with sometimes because he's on the spectrum is the, you know, social challenges where he doesn't kind of understand. He knows how, but I don't think he kind of understands how to you know, go up to a stranger and introduce himself. And I don't even know if that's like a spectrum thing, if that's just like a human thing. Um, I think a lot of times we just want to blame it on, oh, I'm on the spectrum or, oh, I'm this. But it is something that he, it, it challenges him. And I think we just recently went to a huge music festival and it was so much fun. And 
I made a lot of friends very quickly. Uh, like right after we arrived, I made a bunch of friends and, you know, my son had said to me in a moment when we were just talking to me and him, he was like, mom, you always make friends everywhere you go. And that's true because I, I love people, even though a lot of people suck. (laughs) I love people. I love talking to people and I love hearing people's stories and hearing accents and names and where they're from and, you know, just getting to know people. And I I think that sometimes my son is like, how does she do that? You know, and there's no, there's no how to, I just do. I just do. I don't even think about it, honestly. It's just something that naturally I do. I, I don't even think about it. Um, sometimes I'll just be like talking out loud and somebody will hear next to me will hear me. And then that'll start a conversation between us, you know, and, and maybe I put the intention for that to happen. Maybe I didn't. doesn't matter. It happens. You know, we connect and that's, I mean, fuck man, I'm on this planet with eight, eight billion other people. Like I'm going to need to coexist. I'm going to need to connect to people sometimes, you know, especially at a music festival, you're all, and that's what I love about concerts, about music festivals, about stuff like that. We're all there with the intention to have a good time. We may not all have a good time, but we are all there with the intention. We all bought the tickets to have fun, right? We all bought the tickets to listen to good music. We all bought the tickets to have a good time. So it's, it's a very powerful feeling from everybody collectively who's there. You know, we're all here for the same reason. So why wouldn't I make a friend or two, you know? So that was a fun night, both nights. It was a two-day festival and it was so much fun. So again, going back to feeling good, I have to make those situations happen, right? They don't just land in my lap all the time. Yes, I could have gotten free tickets to the music festival or whatever. But sometimes you have to make it happen. You have to make it happen. And, you know, you would might ask, well, you know, if I'm in a low place and I don't feel good about myself or about my life, how am I going to make things happen? There is no how. That's, that's the shitty part of it. There is no answer to that. There is no answer to that. Um, If you want to, you know, do an experiment, wake up and ask yourself how for seven days, go ahead. But the thing is, you're going to be left with a question mark always because the how you just do, you just do anything in life that there is a question mark on it, right? There's always an answer. There's always an answer. But most of the time, I would say 92.3% of the time, the answer is you. The answer is do it. Just do it, right? A lot of the things that I've done in my life that scared me, I just did it. I didn't ask myself how I was going to. I mean, maybe I did if it had some kind of financial implication or whatever, you know, like I had to figure out a way to get it done, but you know, I just do. And when I don't, when I overthink and I make excuses or I try to negotiate with myself, 
I always regret it and I always feel crappy about it, you know? So I just don't want to feel crappy, you know? That's the thing is I I got tired of feeling crappy. When you spend so much of your life feeling crappy, you kind of just get over it, you know? You get bored, you, you want to move on from that. And there, don't get me wrong, guys. I, I have to stress that when I talk like this, I feel like some people out there are like, well, she this is easy for her to say. She's just in a better place and da-da-da. And I'm not exempt from this shit, though. I still have moments. But that's just all they are. They're just moments. They're moments of heartbreak. They're moments of sadness. They're moments of anger. They're moments of frustration. Trust me, I have them all the time still, okay? All the time. A lot, I can count on one hand throughout the week, you know, how many different times I go through these little stupid-ass emotions. And then I realize they're stupid-ass emotions. So it's real easy for me to let it go. It's so easy for me to let it go because I know that they're they're stupid. And I know I don't want to feel like this. So that's where the problem kind of lies is people know that they don't want to feel like this, but they don't care. They still do it. They know they don't want to feel like shit. And they're like, but I don't know how to not feel like shit. They're, they're, but you're, that is, you're giving yourself an excuse to keep feeling like shit. Because you keep saying you don't know how to change it. Feelings. Like I said about confidence. F- confidence is a feeling. And feelings are under your control. And no matter how much you think it's stupid or, oh, it's easy for you to say, Nina, you can feel whatever the hell you want. Just like you feel negative, you feel hatred, you feel anger, you feel sadness, you can also feel happiness and contentment and joy. I had, um, I very, very, very rarely comment on anybody's stuff. Um, not because I feel like I'm too good or anything like that, but it's just mostly because I, again, don't come from the social media age and I don't know, I don't really scroll, but anyway, I had commented on, I watch a podcast, shout out to Amala Aquanobi for, and the unapologetic podcast. She's such a bright young woman, um, just extraordinary person. I really am in awe of her. But anyway, she has another podcast. I think it's called Amory Unfiltered. She does this podcast with her girlfriend, her friend, I mean. And they did an episode and it was uh, young men aren't approaching women anymore. And they were specifically talking about 18 to 25 year olds men. And I had I had commented, I feel like everyone has forgotten that confidence is a feeling and that the world is hella evil these days. It's interesting. I had uh, I had a lot of people like the comment, but then I had two people comment um, on my on my comment, and their response is very interesting and not shocking to me because as I, I see this on social media all the time. It's probably one of the reasons why I don't comment on anything. But they did. These two people did not read what I wrote. Because if they if they actually read what I wrote instead of just reacting to something they thought they read, they wouldn't have wrote the comments they they wrote. So one of the person said only works if so. 
They're basically saying this only works if you have something to be confident about in the first place. So if they would have read the first line again, I feel like everyone has forgotten that confidence is a feeling. This person is saying they have nothing to feel confident about, right? I guarantee you there is something in your life that will make you feel confident. Something that my friend used to say to me all the time is, Nina, look at your little wins. You know, look at the small things that you've accomplished too. And I I need those reminders just like everyone else. And I think to myself all the time, like, I don't need a New York Times bestseller to give me the motivation or I don't need that intention to win or to get a New York Times bestseller book in order to finish my book, right? Because if you guys didn't know, I'm trying to write a book. And I say trying when in all caps. Um, That's not what I need to use to the motivation. If it helps me, okay. But like that isn't the goal for me. It's not the goal. Be nice, but it's not the goal. So again, looking at this person's comment thinking like, what are you talking about? You have nothing to be confident about. That is a lack mindset. And then to add to the lack mindset, this other person wrote... What is there to be confident about in this broken society where life is getting harder? Most people can't get a home, hard to get a vehicle, hard to get a good job. Why would I puff up my ego and just fake being accomplished? Again, neither one of these people actually read what I wrote. (laughs) They read what they wanted to read. They read that I am telling them, just be confident, it's easy. And I know life is not easy. But I also know that life is what you make of it. And life is as hard as you make it. And life is as easy as you make it. Because we are in control of that because it is a feeling. All day it's a feeling. And these two people were feeling lack which is a common thing amongst people, especially today. Everybody feels like they're not uh, pretty enough as the next girl on Instagram or as successful enough as the next entrepreneur or talented like the next artist, whatever. It's just always envy. There's the, That's most of the intention online. People come at it with envy. And they're like, you know, that guy's like, or girl, whoever wrote it is like, oh, I I don't have anything to be confident about. Both of them said the same thing. I have no accomplishments. And they probably do. They probably do. But they're probably in a shit place right now. And that's how they feel. It's fine. I'm not saying that it's wrong. But the reason that they're feeling this way is because they are letting life control them instead of the other way around. So I would really invite them, and I hope they listen to this episode, I would really invite them to ask themselves every single day, what do I need? And, you know, for the first probably three days, it'll probably be a lot of, like, material bullshit. And then something might strike a chord in them by day six, where they're like, you know what, I don't need any of this shit. Oh my god, like, my life is good, I'm grateful And if either one of those people who commented on my comment were grateful for their life, they wouldn't be commenting stuff like that. So, look, I don't want to come across as 
know it all. I never, ever, oh, I never, ever want to come across that way. I do want to come across that I got a lot of stuff figured out because I do. And I am not, I'm, I, I mean, I am. I'm very proud of that because do you know how fucking challenging it is for most of us to have at least some of life figured out? I mean, I'll never have all of life figured out and I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, that I, I don't want to live for thousands of years. That sounds miserable. But the fact that whatever was challenging me in my life, I figured most of that out. Maybe I won't figure the rest of it out. It's fine. But I figured a big chunk of it out that helps me. I want to fucking share that shit. Because I know I'm not alone. I know there is somebody that's had these same exact challenges I've had. And I know for a fact, because a lot of you message me, a lot of you email me and tell me so. So I don't want to come across as like, oh, it's easy. Just, just do it. But it is like, (laughs) I don't want anybody to think that it's not because I was you. I promise you, if you're sitting there listening to this thinking, oh, whatever, this bitch doesn't know what she's talking about. I can't do any of these things. I don't have anything to be confident about, whatever you know, I need a lot of things or whatever. I'm a needy person. That's fine. You can think like that. I really don't know why you're listening to me though. If that's what you continue to think, maybe you're trying to get out of that. And maybe that's why you continue to listen. I don't know, but let some of it stick. Let some of it stick and just try it. Like see if I'm full of shit. Seriously. See if what I'm, you know, what I'm selling is worth buying. You know what I mean? Like, just try for one day. You know, like, oh, this this podcast I listen to, The Collective Culture, whatever she's saying. You know, just try for one day to just be confident. Just to feel good. Be in control of my emotions. See if it works. Before you, you know, say I'm out of my damn mind, try it. Don't just take my fucking word for it utilize it in your own life. That's why I'm asking you to try this experiment that I did and ask yourself, what do I need? And it sounds like some, you know, self-help book or whatever. And that's fine. If you're not into that shit, don't do it. I'm not asking, I'm not, you know, telling you what to do, do whatever you want. But I will say to bring it back to that, one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this is because I hear this on this podcast. I hear myself saying this all the time. And I hear other people saying, you know, you need to, you know, limit negative self-talk. You need to, you know, meditate more. You need to exercise. Whatever it is, a lot of us say that. And remember, at the beginning of this episode, I said, you know, how powerful that word need is. How aggressive, kind of, I feel like it is. And I remember I was listening to one of my episodes back. And I listened to all of my episodes. And sometimes I listen to them because they actually help my me too. But I was listening to it and I kept saying, you need, you need, you need. And it was like, it felt aggressive to me. But, but then I was like, oh, well, what mood am I in right now? Listening to this. I'm in a, I'm in a kind of closed off mood. I'm not in a very receptive mood. I don't really want to hear it right now. So of course it's going to sound aggressive to me right? If I'm open, if I'm feeling light, um, if I'm willing to receive the, the message, then 
when I hear I need to do something, it, it doesn't smack me in the face as hard. You know what I mean? Or feel as if somebody's trying to tell me what to do. Because I know some of you out there like this, like me. I don't like being told what to do. I'm very stubborn. Um, but sometimes I need to be told what to do. <laughs> sometimes I need someone else to check me. I do. We all do. And that, you know, when I say sometimes we need someone to check us, that doesn't feel aggressive to me. It feels necessary. It feels absolutely necessary. Because, you know, walking through life, sometimes your head's in the clouds and you don't see, you know, the the wood through the trees, right? Or however that damn expression is said. You don't see it. Especially when we are in, this happens a lot in romantic relationships, when we are on, you know, we're vibrating on a lower frequency, we tend to attract people who are, you know, in the same kind of vibration. And then we end up getting in pretty toxic relationships with that person. And then you, you kind of come to a little bit, like you wake up out of the fog and you start to vent to your friends about it. Like, oh, I can't believe that this is happening. We're fighting all the time, whatever it is. And then two seconds later, you're back in Never Never Land and you don't see it anymore. And then your friend gives you some kind of advice from, you know, two days ago when you were telling her about, you know, he called me stupid or something. And then you tell her, it comes up in a conversation, like, well, how are you and so-and-so doing? And, oh, we're doing great today, you know, and then they're completely oblivious to the toxicity that they had just vented to you about prior. And, you know, you give them some kind of advice, like, well, you know, maybe you guys should go to counseling or da-da-da-da. And, you know, the person is vibrating on a low frequency, so they're, and they're in Never Neverland. So they get offended, right? And they put their walls up and they feel defensive and, you know, they start lashing out and they start making excuses for their partner and their relationship and da 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 And it's, that's a scary place to be. I've been there. I've absolutely been there. I remember I was in a relationship years ago and somebody was saying, you know, this person is not the one. He's not the one. And I did not want to hear that shit. I did not want to hear that shit because I was certain that this was my person and blah, blah, blah. And I just, you know, I wasn't trying to hear that bullshit. Even though in the back of my head, I think the reason that I probably got frustrated with the person saying it is because I knew it was true. And I didn't want to admit it to myself, you know. And one big thing about that relationship is I thought that I needed that person in a gross way because I will say that there are times in life when we do need specific people and and not in a codependent obsessive way but need as in they just make us better there's so much of their energy that just makes our life even sweeter you know not completely that it's all on them to you know we don't we shouldn't look to anyone just for all of our happiness but they just add to your life right so that's different what I'm talking about is needing somebody in a very codependent way and it's only because 
you're in the driver's seat, right? But the car that you're driving is a piece of shit and it needs a lot of work. And, you know, it's vibrating on a very low frequency. So, of course, you're going to let in any stray off the street when you're driving a piece of shit. But if you're driving, you know, a 2024 R8, you know, like you're not going to let... I think it's an R8. It's an Audi R8. Isn't that the Roadster? Whatever. Um, You're not going to let just some gross person come into your car. It's just not going to happen. So... My analogies are all over the place today, guys. (laughs) I don't care. You know what I'm saying. A lot of you know what I'm saying. I don't need to explain it. I just, I really, when I'm feeling good right now, like guys today especially, like I just cannot stop smiling. And it has, there's no real reason other than it just is. It just is. And I don't even give a shit why. I just, I'm just like high on life right now. So I don't know. Come aboard. You know what I'm saying? Like just really take in those moments when you feel good. So at the beginning of the episode, the intro to this episode, actually, I talked about dancing with the music blaring. I said dancing in nothing but a button up shirt uh, and the music went in the background and ladies, you know what I'm talking about dancing in nothing but a button up shirt. We've all been there and it is the most freeing and you're alone too. You're not dancing for anyone. You're just alone, maybe in your room and you're just dancing and it just feels amazing. Um, and I will tell you guys one of the songs that I'm listening to right now on repeat or dancing in nothing but a button up shirt. I'm going to list it below. Um, I don't know if this song is older now. I really don't give a shit. It's just, uh, it's badass. It's, it's slams. Okay. It's a fucking song that just makes you want to be in a good mood. Um, and then I will also share with you guys that reggae does that to me. I'm not going to share any reggae songs, but if you guys want to check, if you guys want, I had somebody ask me not too long ago for a playlist for a reggae playlist. Here's the thing. Like I said, I suck at technology for the most part and social media. I will do my best to create a playlist. I know I've created playlists before, but guys, it takes me so long (laughs) to create a playlist. I'm not even kidding. Um, Because I get so bored so easily so like if I'm sitting there like adding songs adding songs adding songs or if I have to think of them to add them it is like it'll take me a month two months three months to produce a playlist so I will do my best to get that to the person who emailed me about it or dm me about it uh but I am a huge music junkie and I love all kinds of music So if you guys ever want um, any new music, follow me on Instagram. Uh, My art Instagram is Nina Hogan Art. And the podcast also, the Collective Culture Podcast, like I said. And we're going to end it here. If you guys do try the seven-day challenge of asking yourself, what do you need? I would love to know what you come up with, what your results are how it made you feel, if you're like, this bitch is crazy, I'm never doing anything she suggests for me to do again, (laughs) let me know, I really um, want your feedback, 
because it was very interesting for me. And I will share, there were a couple uh, days where I, you know, obviously there was the first day was like, I need coffee. That was the first thing. But there were a couple days where I said that I needed meditation. And the thing is, though, remember I said, I'm one of those people who don't like to do things right as she wakes up. So I just meditated in my bed. I didn't even move really. I just closed my eyes. And I just sat there in stillness and just listened to my breath. And it was pretty awesome, I will say. And I try to do that a lot, as much as I possibly can. Some days I'm like, shit, I got I to gotta just get up and get the day going. But for the most part, I try to, you know, as soon as I wake up, I close my eyes again. And hopefully I don't fall asleep, but I close my eyes and I'm just like, just there, just breathing, you know, and something too, this is the last thing I'm going to share. The most of the time, the reason people are struggling is because of what they're thinking about. And I will say when there's times in my life when I feel really stressed out or even like fearful or, you know, whatever it is, I will think of one specific thing that just ignites me, you know, like whether it's a person or a song or a book or whatever. It's just, I just narrow it down to one specific thing. And it's kind of like a Peter Pan thing, like think happy thoughts. But I just, I narrow it down to one, just focusing on the one. It's just so much easier. And I know I'm like not reinventing the fucking wheel here, but like it does, it does help me a lot. Especially when times like when I go to bed, like if I sleep alone, like I am in this place sometimes where I can't sleep or my mind is going a million miles a minute. And sometimes it's not even bad things. It's just like art concepts or, you know, drawings I want to do or something. And I'll just like go on this tangent in my head, um, which will keep me from going to sleep. So I have to kind of back away from that. But I remember not the, not too long ago, the other night, I was thinking about a person, a person that just, this person lights me up. So I, it was so crazy. I even smiled and like, I rem- I don't even remember going to sleep. <laughs> That's how like fast it was. So anyway, again, as always, I hope this episode has helped you. I hope that you try the experiment and until next time, guys, ciao.